right, let's see. Episode 11. Uh, Sky, do you want to intro us? Do you want to hit us with the intro? Do I? Do you need to coach you through it? I'm not, uh, I'm not 100% sure I remember the intro. <laughs> None of us do. It's just make it up. Shifts every time. Um, it's l- podcasting is like jazz. You, you know, just that's, that's fucking say whatever you feel like, and it's chaotic, and no one knows what they're doing. I... It's jazz if no one could play their instruments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've I've seen that show. Don't worry, I was in musical. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so. Welcome to Gone Will Hunting, our Hunter Hunter rewatch podcast. My name is Sky, and I use they them pronouns. My name is Devin, and I use he him pronouns. Hi, I'm Keith. I also use they them. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! So we had some episodes. <laughs> we did. We watched. Absolutely. We watched a little anime called Hunter Hunter. Can you believe? Let Let us tell you about it. <laughs> let us tell you about these little episodes right here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the first episode that we watched. Am I Am I right here? This is the one that. <laughs> oh, I never write down the episode titles because I have a garbage brain who always forgets okay. to write them down. So yeah, we sh- we should. If we're all on the same page, we should have watched. Um, 22, a dangerous watchdog to, uh, for this week. A big old puppy. A big old puppy. A big old doggo. Just a, just a large one. Mm-hmm. Just a big old boy. It's a big one. Um, yeah, this one, I think, starts on the airship with Gone, like, kind of thinking about Kiloa, just kind of, like, staring into the distance, thinking about, um, his good friend, his very good platonic friend, Kiloa. And how Kilo was sort of, um, how, like, he had this, that whole monologue before about, like, how he didn't really like being an assassin and how his family kind of raised him to be one and he wasn't really vibing on it. And, yeah, Gona's, like, really determined to go get him. And they're on an airship, which, as I mentioned last week, is really nice. <laughs> I like airships. Yeah, the Hunter Hunter universe is truly supreme for aptly saying no to the Wright brothers and sticking with airships. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's about all I remember. From this that is where uh, Leorio gives uh, Gone some McDonald's. Oh yeah, that is true. <laughs> he does have McDonald's with him. So not only, or quite he... possibly McDonald's, because just the M and the logo is sideways. Mm. Mm, yeah, maybe it's Mob Donald's, and he's just holding it sideways. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> got a little cross universe there. You know. You know, this really presents the idea that they also are allowed to have full restaurants within these airships, which is just fantastic, and I wish planes didn't exist. Yeah. We really are in the worst timeline, huh? (laughs) Give me a luxury airship where I can just go get McDonald's (laughs) on the flight. I'm begging you. Okay, would you rather we live in a world... That the world that we live in, and you know, sometimes you just have to go on a fucking airplane to visit your friends because they live far away, and it's there's no leg room, and everyone, everything about it, everything about the experience is horrible. Mm-hmm. Or we live in the hunter hunter world. You get to travel on fucking luxury airships with a big mob Donald's big Donald on the board mm-hmm. on on board. Uh, but all your friends live in the Zoldic estate. 
They you know? all live in the Zoldic estate. I don't even have any friends to help me like push the doors down. Yeah, there's there's the conundrum. I have to if push you them want, down if, myself? If, I have to actually work out? Yeah, this is where I fail the test because I'm not a nice enough lad <laughs> to be able to convince the nice little janitor to like let me in. That's totally fair. Okay, so... Leorio made it in. Well, Leorio had gone near him. Okay. So yeah, once once they get off the airship, they just go go to town. They go to town near the base of Kukuru Mountain, where we know that Kilawa lives. Uh, and, you know, they just go around asking some of the locals, like you do, when you're looking for information. They go up to a shopkeeper and, and click on rumors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, and this they- is like the very funny part because as they're going there, Karapika is like, man, when we get there, we'll have to like go out and collect information and like do a lot of research to figure out where this mountain is. And they go up to the shopkeeper and the shopkeepers are me like, oh, Cooper Mountain? Yeah, you can just take the tour bus over there. Yeah. You just can- literally right there. There's a bus that goes straight to their door. Like you can literally go to their house right now for free. Mm-hmm. Is it for free? I mean, they Tours said they, usually cost a little bit. They said they didn't have any money after they bought bought the plane ticket, so you know. Mm, that's true. Damn, free tours? That's kind of nice. Yeah. I wonder how they're paying that the uh Coco. Uh socialism. Mm, that's true. Maybe I would rather live in the Hunter universe. <laughs> you know what? M- maybe they just go up to the trash can with all the bones in it, yeah. which we're about to see later, oh and God. steal the wallets from <laughs> From all the mercenaries. I can't wait to talk about that. Also, since we did see the mountain already, I do have to mention, I'm going to have Ocarina of Time on the brain because it looks like Death Mountain. And then I have something else in my notes that I don't remember. Um, Oh, the fact that it's Kukuru Mountain. It's just a whole lot of vibes there. So I'm going to have that on the brain for the rest of this. It's a nice mountain if you don't think about the very big dog that's there. I like the big dog. He got thumbs. He, he, he does, especially in 99. He has some very human-looking hands. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> um, but we are kind of getting ahead of ourselves here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get to the Zoldic estate on this tour. Mm-hmm. You know, the tour guide is just very cheerful, explaining how a whole family of assassins yeah. lives on the mountain, and they own the entire mountain. And, and you know, just listing off the family members, you got the parents, the grandparents, the five kids, and they all, they're all assassins. How about that? So crazy. So there's a couple of mercenaries just hanging out being shady on the back of the bus, and everyone notices them because they're clearly not, they're clearly carrying weapons and are not just here for a tour. Like the rest of these fine citizens. Yeah, one of them does have a pretty big sword. I really want to rag on Leorio for, like, you know, judging a book by his cover when he looks neither like a med student or a hunter. But I do got to say that one dude did have a pretty big sword that he was lugging around. Okay, but when you say he doesn't look like a hunter, what does a hunter look like in this universe? I mean, that is a fair point. Because we have Satotes, we have Netero, we have Menchi, Buhara. Now we have Gone Karapika. Now we listen, have Hisaka. You have a fair point. However, <laughs> Leorio looks like a dick and nothing else. <laughs> so. <laughs> so he looks like Hisaka. 
Hisuka has style. He has an aesthetic, even if it's crafted, it's poised. Leorio is a mess. He's just wearing a suit. He's a mess. Okay. He looks like a mess. (laughs) So, so yeah, the... We should describe the the gate to get into the Zoldic estate here. It's called the Gates of Hell because, of course, the Zoldics have to be super fucking dramatic about it. Right? Um, And, you know, it's kind of like doors inside doors. I forget if there's like five or seven like sort of sets of gates in total, but there's like one gigantic gate. And then, you know, in the center of that, there's a smaller gate and so on and so on. And they're all numbered in sort of ascending order of bigness uh so that'll be important Mm -hmm. later um there are and then there's also yeah because i did think it was their address when it came up on the subtitles oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i was very confused for half a moment the zoldic's address is one kukuru mountain it's one (laughs) two three four five six seven kukuru mountain (laughs) kukuru mountain road Uh, so the two mercenary, yeah, so there's this sort of side entrance for, you know, maintenance workers, and there's a little, little security station with just a, with just a old guard man hanging out, and then the two mercenaries go up to that man and bully him until he gives them the key to go in. Throw him on the ground, which is just mean, but as we're gonna see in a bit, kind of impressive of him, honestly. You know, it's also very mean because not only do they throw him on the ground, they kind of like rip his door off. Yeah. They rip the door to the guard station, which is very rude because he has to fix that. Yeah. And I just, come on, man. Come on, buddy. Come on. Don't do that. So, yeah, but um, yeah, they, they bully him around a bit and he um, they get the key off of him and then they go in the door and we just hear this huge like growling and then they scream. And then we see a very, like, kind of human-looking but claw hand. Like, it has opposable thumbs, but it's very definitely a paw. And it's holding out the two skeletons of the, the gentleman who just went through the door. And we can tell because their their clothes are on these skeletons. But they are Somehow. very, very much, all the, all the skin is gone. <laughs> so Just a big werewolf hand reaches out of this door and it's holding two full human skeletons that have been totally stripped of flesh. But they still have clothes. <laughs> but they're still wearing, yeah, the same clothes. So I'm I'm, Which, I'm impressed with this um th- this, this makes mysterious me think creature. That this isn't a werewolf. Because you would think a werewolf would like devour the clothes as well to get to the tender flesh. I like to think that this great beast is an anteater with a very long tongue (laughs) (laughs) who can slurp the flesh off. So we have more of like a were-anteater kind of situation. (laughs) A were-anteater? Yes. Does it turn into a full anteater at the full moon? Yes. (laughs) And then the rest of the time it's just like... Kind of a hybrid, yeah. (laughs) I'm just kind of stuck on werewolves eating clothes. You and know, I'm, you know what? I'm surprised that I haven't read more stories about that, honestly. Well, you see, they always say that they, like, tear apart their victim and eat them. But I'm like, does the werewolf carefully, like, undress the victim before, like, they get to him? Because, like, 
Well, this one did because it put the clothes back on, and it can do that no, because it has, po- it has it has opposable thumbs. What if a werewolf attacks you and just eats your clothes? That would be so embarrassing. <laughs> it, <laughs> it just eats your clothes and then gives you a little nibble to turn you into a werewolf. Wait, isn't that the how the werewolves in Twilight work? No, I don't know. They don't bite you. <laughs> Aren't they all naked though? Um, they do have to carry their clothes around, like, in a pouch or in their mouth or something if they want to keep them, because when they transform, they do pop out of them. They don't, The clothes don't pop in and out of existence. Uh, Local Twilight resident. Uh, it'd be funny if they here. eat the clothes off. <laughs> they turned into werewolves and pulled their clothes off like little weirdos. <laughs> I would like to see Jacob Black eating a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we are making great headway on this episode. We're, so we're good job. So the big, the big monster hand just drops both those skeletons into a conveniently located trash can just outside the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's a very fun image it, image visual. Yeah, it's it's great that they're just in the trash can. I I do <laughs> really love that. <laughs> and it's also funny because like. Everyone in the tour group, like, hurt. Like, they've been doing all their own things for, like, this whole time. And then they hear the screams, and they're all just kind of, like, watching. And the hand just, like, takes out the skeletons, and everyone's just like, what are those? And no one reacts until he drops them into the trash can. (laughs) And then they're all like, oh, no. (laughs) They don't realize they're skeletons until he throws them in the trash. Yeah, they made that, like, xylophone rattle when he threw them down. (laughs) yeah it's true that's how you know their bones um but yeah then um the 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 security guard man he's he says that um mike is not supposed to eat between meals um and then everyone is screaming and running back to the bus and the tour guide is like hey um you guys aren't you coming and gona's like oh no don't worry about us we're like staying here and everyone's like what the hell you just saw those two guys get eaten um what the fuck but yeah, they, they <laughs> the tour bus leaves and our three heroes are chilling outside the gate. They they decide that they're going to talk to um this this uh security guard out here about um how they can get in through the gate. Yeah, his name is Zebro because I made sure to take a note of that. Zebro the old guard man. Yeah, his name's Zebro and he is a bro. He's quickly becoming my favorite character. Um <laughs> and <laughs> We find out we find out that he's just a nice old man because you know they explain that you know they're here to see their friend Kilua and he's like really happy and very helpful and just glad to see that Kilua has has like a friend who came over to visit even though he lives on this wild bananas mountain. Yeah, he's just like, well, like I'm not supposed to tell you, and like not many people know it, but like. Even though this place is massive, we get a lot of tour groups. It's like pretty lonely here. Like no one ever comes to visit like the family specifically, you know, unless they're trying to kill them Mm -hmm. like these guys here. Yeah. And then he gestures back to the trash can full of bones. (laughs) (laughs) The only people who come over are mercenaries who want to profit off the demise of the Zoldix and they all just turn into bones. That's true. Oh, we did. Um, I did need to mention that the the dudes who did come, they said all they really needed. I mean, they were probably going to kill the Zoldix, but if they got a picture even of just one of them, 
that would be worth millions. And Leorio kind of has a hissy fit because he, <laughs> he realizes he never took a selfie with Kilua. And I just want to say that if I had a picture of Kilua that he gave me, I would simply cherish it. Yeah. First I would of not all, sell it. For I would never Jenny. be able to sell it. Second of all, I like the idea of there being a running gag of like, Leorio constantly trying to take pictures of Killua and Killua always just stepping out of the way at the last second. <laughs> yeah, just sort of like like um that one Nickelodeon show where like a train horn sounds every time they say somebody's name. Just like he's kind of just behind somebody or like it's way too blurry just every time. Yeah, he actually he- enters cryptid mode every time. <laughs> yeah, Killua, I was just going to say, Killua has cryptid disease. Yeah. yeah. He's a Scorpio. Leorio looking straight at <laughs> <laughs> lay straight at him while he's taking the picture just looks at the picture how did you do that <laughs> do what um iconic anyways yeah um so they're in the thing they're talking to zebro my main dude and yeah zebro explains that the only way to not get turned into a skeleton by Mike is to use actually the main gate the one with like seven doors in one and you know the side entrance is actually a decoy no one actually uses that except like mercenaries it's there as a trap yeah it's a this fake is key a that very they built. funny explanation <laughs> because he's not like oh yeah we put a fake trap there to trick people he was just like yeah no mercenaries used to come and they used to like try to break down the door which is very annoying and annoying to clean so I just asked them to install a side door that I could have people go through to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, I was just tired of cleaning that big door, so I'm just going to have people go through this little one and die. Yeah, so during this, we find out that his job here is um, the janitor. He's not really a security guard. He literally is there to just clean up after Mike, and this whole door thing was his idea to make his <laughs> life easier. <laughs> Um, like king yeah right he just came up with this like really complicated key and lock thing and then he's like yeah that's not actually none of that's real (laughs) uh yeah so then gone asks if uh if they can be let in and you know what i've i'm not sure if that's actually the proper order of events uh i did not take notes Honestly, I mean, I take uh, notes, but, but most at- of them are just this gilf is jacked. So like, it, they're not <laughs> the most helpful thing in terms of order of events. Yeah, before this, we find out Krabika <laughs> does some super sleuthing. Krab- is this where they call the butler? That's what I need to know. Um, no, before that, we get Krabika does some super sleuthing that just results in Krabika being like, the gates, they're unlocked. And the butler, yeah. like, Zebro just being like, yeah, dude. Um, no, he demonstrates first, and then, yeah. Yeah, Krabia's like, they're unlocked, the dude's like, yeah, and he just walks up and pushes them open, and this is where I say Gilf is jacked. Yeah, so Leorio tries the gates, because, um, Zebro says, they're unlocked, and, um, you don't have to worry about it, so Leorio goes and he pushes with all of his might, all of his tiny little might, and he cannot get the doors down. And the uh, Zebro says, well, you're just not strong enough. And he takes off his suit jacket and like his overshirt. And again, that's why I have Gilf is jacked in my notes because <laughs> Gilf is jacked and he's got these rippling muscles. We see this kind of aura around him and he pushes huh. the gate open. Hmm? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he just slowly pushes very specifically just the first version of the doors open. And he looks like he's struggling with it. And they're like, wow, that looked really heavy. And he's like, yeah, it weighs about like four tons. And yeah. they're like, yeah. Hey, and I will mention that 
while he's while he's getting all flexed up to uh to to open the doors uh we do see he's uh just like glowing 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 a little bit yeah it's he weird. has this sort of uh sort of white uh sh- we, we we let's call it an aura sort of glowing all around him hmm i wonder if that could be sort of significant in any way i think it's like an artistic flex like yeah. uh like in Demon Slayer, how they make cool sword motions with water and everything. <laughs> I think they were just like, what if he just like glowed for no reason? Yeah, it's it's very probably just a stylistic touch, you know, not not having anything to do with the superpowers that come in later. <laughs> it's definitely just his gilf energy. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely not an important detail at all. Um so Wow, I can't believe you guessed what the sort of system system of magic in in Hunter Hunter is called. It is Gilf energy. <laughs> you are rated on your energies of Gilf. That's that's why Netero is so beloved. Yeah, the, <laughs> the number gilf. one Gilf. <laughs> number one Gilf in the world. He is the str- <laughs> Gilf X Gilf. <laughs> I can't believe this show's so good. Um, (laughs) We're never gonna get past this Gilf. Uh, Gilf is jacked. What can I say? He's Um, ripped. (laughs) I do have to question here how um, this family of twinks. I mean, we've seen uh, Alumi and Killua so far, and it really is just a family of twinks, and they you know that's make it through this door pretty easily. Excuse me? You've seen their father. Okay, well... <laughs> uh-huh. So first of all, eat your words. I have, technically, but <laughs> it, um, for anyone who's, like, listening along, they haven't yet. It's just been <laughs> Killua and Alumi, and can they are really, twinks. Can you really call a 12-year-old a twink? Is that okay? Um... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think he's just a child. I don't know. I'm not enough in like uh, gay male culture. I don't know if I can make a call on that. I think he's just a child. I think he's just a kid. He's, he's very skinny armed though. But what we mean? do find out that when he came home, he pushed open three doors. And Gone just in one says, try. Gone hopefully says, "Wow, that's like twelve tons." Okay. And Kropke is like, "Gone, it's sixteen. We didn't do the math on that first, though. <laughs> Kind of. So each door, um, Gilf explains that each one is um, four tons. Uh, and then each like one, double. or the first one is four, and then they're doubled after that. So mm. Gone helpfully tells us that that's 12, and then Karapika stops in to even more helpfully tell us that it's actually 16, which I did need yeah. because I cannot do math, and I was fully prepared to trust Gone on that. <laughs> Why would you trust Gone? <laughs> Out of all the people that Because do I don't really care. It's just numbers. <laughs> they don't mean anything after eight. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, we just know that Kilowa can just, like, push 16 tons of weight just casually. And that's and just open the three innermost doors. Yeah, 16 tons of weight, canonically. He can just kind of do that. Um, so, we do know that. And we know that... Um, yeah, so... 
we know that Gilf is jacked and he's telling them that this is the only way in and this is the only way that they're going to be able to go see Kilua if they want to. They can't use the side door because Mikay will eat them. They have to use the main door. And Gon says, I don't want to be tested, which is kind of funny canonically because he did just complete a whole arc where he took a test but um he doesn't want to be tested to see his friend he just wants to be able to go see him um so uh, 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 um this is where um they make phone call yeah the but um sorry not the butler zebro says um Hey, you seem cool. I don't want to see you get eaten because uh, Kilo will be really mad at me if you get eaten. So I'm going to I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to go call that call up to the house, basically, is what he says. Um, and then he goes inside and he makes a phone call. He uh, he's pretty much he tells them what's going on. And then um, he you just see him going, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm very sorry. Uh, Bye. And then. um he says his call with the butler did not go well. You can't even call up to the main house. He was just talking to the butler, who's apparently a very scary dude. Yeah. Yeah, so then then Gon tries calling the butler himself, and he's just like, hey, this is Gon. I'm here to see Kilua. And the butler's like, uh, he's got no friends, and he hangs up. And then Gon is like, hmm. <laughs> Hmm. Then he calls again, and he just yells. He yells at the man, asking him, Why don't you think Kilua has friends? You know nothing. You're terrible. Yeah, he's like, how dare you say that Kilua doesn't have friends? Put him on the phone. I'm going to talk to him. And um, the butler is just like, you know, how do I really know that you're gone? And he's like, we'll put Kilo on the phone. He'll tell you I'm gone. And he's like, no. And he plays back a recording of Gone's voice and is like, it would be so easy to pretend that you were gone coming to see Kiloa. And even if you're not, maybe you're being like held hostage by somebody. Like all these reasons why, like in in uh in in defense of Kiloa, um, because it's this family of assassins and Kilua is so, so important. They cannot let him up to the house because a butler's duty is to defend the house, which is not really what a butler does. It's what this butler does. <laughs> In really. terms of like... <laughs> it's what this butler does. <laughs> it seems more like a security job, but it doesn't seem like they really have security. Well, except we just for found out the security person is actually a janitor, so... Exactly. <laughs> They have very loose rules. They have Mike and his butler. <laughs> they have very loose rules. Um So yeah, that's um I believe that's pretty much the end of the phone call. Yeah. Yeah, so then pretty much it's like uh yeah, uh, 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 Zebro explains like, well, if you're gonna get in, then you'll just have to open the testing gate. And Gon's like, hmm, no thanks. <laughs> and he, he and he uh, just casts his fishing rod and grapples over the, the gate and tries to just climb up it. And Leorio and Karapika are like, excuse me, no, excuse me, you can't. You saw what happened. You saw the skeletons going, going, stop it, stop. <laughs> yeah, and like, Zebro is like, asking like, Leorio and Karapika is like, um, I could just like, open the side door and like, maybe Mike won't kill you if I go with you and like... 
Larry's like, no, no, don't worry, don't worry. We'll we'll get going to like calm down and like we'll get him down. And Zebro's just like, are you sure? Because he's like halfway up that wall. Yeah, Zebro's like, really? He seems kind of <laughs> stubborn, and he is halfway up the wall right now. Cone <laughs> is still just climbing. Also, his arm is yeah. still broken, so he is just climbing up yeah. with only yeah, one arm. One arm and a prayer, and he will see his friend. He is like, I will say <laughs> hi to that big dog, and I will also say hi to my friend, and no one's going to stop me. Um. So yeah, this this kind of convinces Zebra, uh, Zebro to zebra. say, listen, I, I saw it as Zebro um, in my notes, but yeah, um, Zebro just uh, says, listen, you, you've um, convinced me to try to, uh, I'll let you through the side gate and I'll come with you. And probably what will happen is Mike will kill all of us. But there is a chance that since Mike knows me, um, might just, you know, kind of sniff us out. And Gona's like, well, I can't put you in that position. And Zebra's like, well kind of already here, kind of already trying to climb a wall. So, you know, if <laughs> if you die, Killa will be extremely upset with me, so at least I'm going to go down with you. And go. that kind of calms going down. He gets off the wall and he says, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't think about your side of the situation, which um, I think is probably the first time we've seen going like, back down like that for considering someone's feelings. Um, He's a sweet boy. Yeah, he is a sweet boy. Um, but yeah, um, he Zebro says um, he kind of he asks him if he was kind of like a wild kid if he liked to play in the woods and we're kind of not sure why and Gone's like yeah I mean I did um, and Zebro's like listen I'll let you see me gay from through the testing gate this doesn't mean you guys are officially through but I'll like let you guys through so you can see me gay. Um, and they come through, um, Zebra pushes the gate open, they come through, and Mike comes up, and he is big, like, big, 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 big dog with dead, soulless eyes. He is a big, spooky, dead-eyed wolf with just weirdly human, humanoid <laughs> very, hands. Very human with, hands. And hands yeah, and arms, and really. Zebra is just like, so gone. Do you think you could be his friend? Do you think you can take him? And Gon's like, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Gon looks into this animal's eyes and he sees a fucked up <laughs> creation of Zoldic conditioning. Hey, it's almost like they do that to everybody. Uh, he knows that this beast has been trained to murder people who go through the bad door and not murder people who go through the good door and nothing else and zebro explains like yeah this 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 is barely an animal anymore it's basically a machine that just exists to serve one purpose and you cannot be friends with this this creature so yeah we get kind of the idea that zebro is like thinks that Gon was, like, trying to climb the wall because he's just like, you know, I'll probably just, like, be cool with this animal This just that's just a creature. But then, so Zebra's like, okay, I, I gotta show him what he's actually dealing with so he doesn't be so reckless. Um, um, I don't have written down how this episode ends off, but I know it's, like, pretty much that. It's just, like, they're like, okay, well, we'll, we'll go through the testing gate if that's what we have to do. Yeah, this is where um <clears throat> this is where Zebro's like, okay, well, 
I can't like let you guys go to the house until you open the testing gate yourself. So you can come to like where I live and then you can do um some training for a little bit until you're open able to open up the gates yourself. Mm-hmm. And they're like, cool. Thanks, buddy. And they like go to his house and we That's get a the next episode. I'm pretty sure. Is it the next episode? I thought yeah. it was all this one. I thought we. I have that it starts the next episode. Okay. With them going there. Yeah, so probably. That's why I said I think the episode just ends there with them kind of looking at Mike and them being like, yeah, "Okay, well, yeah. we're gonna uh, Shonen, like, we're gonna try hard." Like. <laughs> and my notes are just very incomplete, so I'll go with whatever you two decide. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, somewhere around there, the episode ends, but it does pick up pretty much at the same spot. The next one, um, uh, which is called the Guard's Duty. Um, I said duty. Um, so, oh <laughs> um, they, yeah. So like Devin said, um, Zebra's like, yeah, we're going to go, um, you can come to the, um, the guard or the servants quarters and kind of like stay the night and you can kind of train here if you want. And they're like, okay, cool. Um, and <laughs> what I have written down is they're going to stay in the jock the jock villager home um because you can see he just opens the door and it's super super heavy um they put down like a tea kettle and it shakes the whole room and like that's kind of, i mean they kind of explain in detail more that everything there's just really heavy and a little bit but you just see that right off the bat that like everything is just enormously heavy for no reason <laughs> um and uh so this is the first time we meet Sequant, who um I have written in my notes he's gay and I will not elaborate. Um <laughs> he just <laughs> he's just kind of there and he's like, Oh, what's up? Um Zebro does Zebro, I keep saying that every time I Zebra. actually read the name. Um Zebro um does not like very many people, so you know, you guys are kind of special for getting in here. Um but you guys aren't gonna be able to open the gate, like don't even worry about it like you guys should just go home um and gone is like i uh he 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 sort of has this that he's like i wasn't there for my friend because i got the shit kicked out of me too hard um and he went and murdered somebody so now i have to go to his house and talk to him um and everything will be cool then and it's kind of a like nice sweet scene and it kind of shuts sequan up and zebro's like well listen you guys can stay here. You can train. Here's some weight vests. You should wear them all the time, but don't sleep in them because even Zebra knows you should not sleep in a binder. Um, <laughs> and so you get the, like, they, they, this is where they kind of explain the weight thing. Everything there, including the bathroom door to Leoria's dismay, is really, like, heavily weighted. Um, everything. See, they say, like, 20 kilograms. I don't know what a kilogram is. Um, I looked this up specifically because I knew it would be relevant. Yeah. A kilogram is about 2.2 pounds. So, okay. So, like, be- between so, yeah. 40 and 50 pounds is, like, yeah. the tea kettle. And um, I don't remember if it's just in 99 or in this one that they have, like, slippers. But uh, The slippers are just in 99, but, okay. like... They do like, oh yeah, the tea kettles and like your vests and like, oh, the bathroom door is like 500 kilograms. So have fun with that. 
yeah, the cups they're drinking out of. Like you can see like neither Karapika or Leorio or Gone can even pick up the cups that they have tea out of. And Zebra's just kind of there chilling, like drinking his tea. Um, another, you know, Gilpus Jack moment from our icon. <laughs> He's just so strong. In this house, they're always lifting. He <laughs> yeah. never skips any day. Not yeah. leg day, not arm day. He's just staying jacked because, as he says in the previous episode, we didn't mention it. He says, oh, yeah, if I can't open these gates, they'll fire me. And by that, I mean, they'll just kill me. Yeah, he's like, I'll be out of a job. Yeah. Ha-ha. He'll um, be like, haha, this assassin family will have no use for me. I wonder what they'll do to me then. Ha-ha. Zebro's model, Zebro's model, mo- Zebro's motto is ABC, <laughs> always be lifting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, this very much is just the Jock Villardier from Animal Crossing's home. They're just always getting ripped, always on the grind, um, really just keeping up with it. Um, yeah, um, I did want to, I, I did have a question here for you guys. Um, they have a single seater bathroom, I'm assuming, but it does have like a men women sign on it. Like, you know, what's that about? <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, I I just like, I mean, I guess it's probably just to signify like this is the room we're talking about. But it is very weird that it's just like in this like private servants quarters. They do have to designate that both men and women can piss in this bathroom. You, if, we may have just men in this house, but if you're a woman, congratulations, you are allowed to piss here. Awesome. <laughs> we are thinking of you. Only men and women, though, so I'll have to go piss in the yard. Yeah, you have to go outside yeah. with me, Kay. <laughs> you have to piss outside with the dog. Incredible. Um, So pretty much they're just going to be training. Um, Then our next scene is up in the mansion, and we, we, we see Killua again. Um. Oh boy, Kilawa. <laughs> uh, so we get his very nice, excellent family. Um, his wonderful family. He's just in a very nice uh, room. It looks great. There are some chains on the wall. Don't know what those are for. He is also chained to the wall for some reason. I don't think this room has a bed in it, which by, uh, as what we've decided, standards. yeah, there has to be a bed in every room. So this one, this one's not up to, up to par. Yeah. So if, uh, the room that Gone woke up in is radiating only good vibes, this room only radiates bad vibes mm-hmm. because he is chained to the wall and his brother, Miluki, is just kind of like hitting him with a whip for like no reason. Yep. Yeah. And he's like, oh, come on, I bet you're not even sorry. And, like, Kilo's like, I'm not. He's like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not. Um, yeah, and uh, Mrs. Zoldick, uh, I don't know her name, so that's what I have her written. I don't, I'm not sure that we get her name, but yeah. get her name. She's known as just mom. Okay, so, yeah, M- Mrs. Zoldick comes in and has a child trailing behind her, which... Um, Kaluto. Yeah. Yeah, and we can we take a moment to describe uh, Mrs. Zoldick's appearance? Oh, the sick cyborg guy. <laughs> yeah, so yep. she has like like a like a southern belle dress on, like gorgeous ball gown. Yeah, like a gorgeous big ball gown. She has bandages all over her face, 
And she just has one single cool ass cyborg guy. Yeah, it's a like- Cylon ass, a Cylon esque cyborg eye, just covering, just covering both of her peepers. Yeah, yeah, just like a big old visor, like Jordy LaForge style, with just like one big red laser in the middle. Just like I, I see you all the time. I'm always watching. And we get like Kalutu is just wearing like a traditional like kimono that like also looks pretty sick. Yeah, like if I'm being very honest, like. I in no way have to hand it to the Zoldics. They all kind of be dressing. They do be dressing. That's, what, that's where Kilo mm-hmm. gets it from. Yeah, they're all kind of fashion icons. E- except for Maluki. Maluki can leave. I don't think he's part of this family. <laughs> I mean, I think he is. I think the one we want to leave is Kilo. <laughs> Mm, yeah, I don't like <laughs> think of Maluki ever is the thing. That's true. I think of him during this arc and one other arc, and that's about it. Not even then, really. Honestly. Um, but yeah, Mrs. Zoldick comes in and immediately tells Maluki to shut up and like <laughs> stop being mean to Kilua. Doesn't like take away his whip or anything, but does immediately tell him to shut up. So we do have to stand. Um But then um there so She's clearly trying to get back on Kilua's good side. Not try like I mean he's chained up, so it's a weird dynamic where she's trying to kind of like suck up to him, but is also keeping him chained up. Um, and then Baluki brings up that Gone is here and that he's like, well, he's not gonna be able to get past the testing gate. And Kilo was like, excuse me? Like for the first time we see him like move <laughs> during this <laughs> scene. <laughs> and he's like, excuse me? My boyfriend is here and you didn't tell me? And um, Mrs. Oldick is kind of like, well, you know, I didn't think it was relevant. Um, and it doesn't really matter anyway because he's not going to get past the testing gate. And Kila was like, he will. He'll make it past the testing gate. Uh, and she's like, oh, well, that's great. Well, he's not going to make it past everyone else in here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's cool. And Kila was like, well, he will. And he's going to prove you wrong. And he's going to come save me. It's very, like, cute little, like, damsel moment for Kinoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's that's kind of... It, it's kind of sweet. We see him, like, still having hope. And he's clearly not all that bothered by being, like, beaten up. Even though he maybe should be. Clearly isn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean... I, I I thought about something from our last week's set of episodes that I didn't really consider before, and that is just like how freaking used to torture Kilua is. Because like in his conversation with Hanzo, he was just like, "Hey, why didn't you just torture Gonamore? You could have done it. You could have gotten him to surrender." And like I think that yeah, torture is just normal for the boy. It's yeah. just kind of a thing that happens, and like, even, you know... And watching Alumi kind of, like, manipulate him into surrendering right after that, we do kind of yeah, see yeah, that, like, yeah. parallel where he's, like, he clearly has been tortured into submission several times. Yeah, yeah we, um... Kilawa maybe doesn't understand that torture is bad in the same way that, <laughs> yeah. you know... We we don't really understand all the weird trauma that our fl- families inflict upon <laughs> us until we're older and have more perspective. Yeah, we do get a line later where, like, he's like, oh, well, like, I don't want mom to, like, chew me out, like, just, like, yell at me. And, like, I'm just saying, it was like, you were just <laughs> in a dungeon getting whipped, chained to a wall, and this is your, like, oh, a light scolding. Yeah. So, like, I don't yeah. want to, like, even see, because, like, 
Illumi was very much just like, oh yeah, mom was like so happy that like you were establishing yourself and being violent and like going for kill shots. She's just mad that you kind of like left home without telling her. Mm-hmm. So like this is more of just like, oh, you you're lightly grounded. Like you don't get dinner tonight for yeah. those old dick family. Fun casual. Which violence. is like fucked up to know like what levels their extreme like we're actually pissed at you would be. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty normal. Pretty normal family. It's yeah. they're a normal family who do normal things. <laughs> casual violence in this house. Um Yeah, so that's most of that scene. Um then we kind of go back to the testing gate. Um Gone is like they're they're gearing up. They're they're kind of doing some stretches before the gate and um they um Oh, I did forget to mention in the scene before that um, Zebro does tell them that they are allowed to do the gate together. So we see uh, Leorio and uh, Karapika go up to the door and Gon's running up too. And they're like, um, Gon, hold up a second. He's like, what? And they're like, your arm is broken. <laughs> you can't help us push this door open. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they're like, you just stand back. You just, you know, wear your, your weighted vest and train that way. And we will work on pushing this door. Um, and they pretty much, we, we get a nice training mm-hmm, montage, mm-hmm. um, of them, like, trying to push the door. Leorio's carrying some chairs. Karapika's very, like, zen about it and doing, like, you know, um, kind of, like, yoga poses and trying to, like, strength train us or and everything. And Leorio's just kind of going, go, going hard on it. Um, and we get a little clip of Gon like sneaking out at night and doing push-ups on his one um he like his arm that he can use. Um just like kinda kinda dis- like disobeying what people wanted to do, but he's like, you know, he he he's trying real, real hard for, for his friend there. Um and then we we like go back to the door and we're seeing Karapika and Leorio still pushing and it's still really not moving. And um Sequant is like, you guys are never going to get this. He's still being kind of bitter gay. Um, and um, just being like, you know, you, you guys are never going to get it. And Leoria is like, well, leave us alone then. Um, and Karapika has like a like a ride or die moment where he's like, listen, Gones, our friend. He wants to see his friend. We're going to help him do that. And then Sequant finally helps them, uh, tells them to sync up their breathing that's like his big advice. He's like, you guys got to push at the, the same time. Uh, <laughs> and that yeah. works. And they, they get the door open a little crack. And then it slams and blows them back. And that's, you know, that that's their big triumph for right now. Yeah. And then they do more montage. They continue to get swole. Mm-hmm. They're carrying the heavy chairs and cups and things from around the house and pulling boulders up a hill. Just getting extremely jacked. Mm-hmm. They just they they're 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 really on that grind. They're they're doing it um twenty four seven. Um and then we <laughs> we do get the scene of them going up in front of the door and Leoria's doing like leg stretches, which I understand you are like, you know, you, you use your whole body to push, but it is funny that he's like actively like doing squats and like stretching out his legs like he's going for a run. He needs to. Um <laughs> He he does have pretty long legs, I guess. Um, 
And then finally, um, Zebro's like, "Hey guys, why don't you why don't you uh, t- take your binders off? Let let your chest breathe a little bit." And they do, and you see them clank on the ground. And this is kind of our like, um, what's the? I don't actually go here, but what's that dude from Naruto who takes off the the leg weights and Rock Lee? Yeah, the dude you hate. Yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I do kind of hate Rock Lee. <laughs> Fool. <laughs> I don't watch Naruto. I just watched that one episode. Fool. <laughs> You're valid. <laughs> I don't think I well, I don't remember. No, you specifically hate Rockley. No, 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 I, no. I don't remember if it was him or his trainer, but one of them was not drinking their respect women juice and was also just kind of annoying. So that's why I don't like Rockley. But well, here's the thing about that show is no one <laughs> in that you know show. You know what? That sounds women. like it probably describes Rockley. Yeah. <laughs> no so. one in that show respects women. Yeah. <laughs> turns out the writer he, turns out the writer himself doesn't. Incredible. Um so yeah, they they go up to the door. Um they they've taken their binders off and they're pushing and they get the door open a crack, the same like amount that they kind of had before. Um and they can't get it to move any further. Um, so Gone comes up, he takes off his binder, he takes off his sling, and he goes, no guys, don't worry about it. I got you. And he also pushes on the door, because apparently his arm is fine now, it's totally cool. Hanzo snapped his bone in half, but it's fine now. Yeah, but it was a clean break, yep. so come back. <laughs> so it heals in like a week. Yeah, um, <laughs> Hanzo was kind. He is truly kind. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, in the manga, it's it does specify that Gone's broken bone just completely healed in 10 days so that's normal he is a very normal boy with normal body functions who can do that i don't know why you guys are surprised when we get to the end of the season we're gonna have to talk about that because i don't understand why gone is like this (laughs) he's very strong i will talk to you about this later I don't know why his bones are like that and why he can smell so good. Um, He's very strong. But yeah, anyways, so he takes off the sling. We get like a really great like shonen ending um, where it's not even the ending because this episode's not over. But um, he like they they push through and they make it and it's all great. And um, yeah, they they make it through and everyone's celebrating and um Zebro tells them where to go, and then we get a scene with him and um, Sequan, and Sequan's like, they're never going to make it up to the mountain. And Zebro's like, you just think that because you suck shit, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, we learned that Sequan was part of a group of mercenaries that, you know, made it past the testing gate, but then got totally annihilated by a 10-year-old butler's apprentice, <laughs> and that was three years ago, and he got humili- humiliated so badly that he just decided to become a door guard with uh with Sebro. With yeah, I mean, kind of ultimate cuck there. He was just like, okay, well, you can't beat him, join him. Yeah, we get to meet this uh this <laughs> butler mm-hmm. right now, which is funny yep. because they set this up for like S- still a butler's apprentice, yeah, but butler's she's thirteen apprentice. now. They set it up for like an end of the episode big reveal later, but like they just immediately walk up to her. Yeah, just kind of keep. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of like okay, you to meet her now, actually. And her name? Uh, yeah. So we, this new friend, this small girl with a terrifying weapon. Her name is Canary, I believe. Yes. Queen. She really is. Um, so they go up to her, 
she's she's standing there. She looks very calm, kind of neutral about everything. She tells them very calmly to go away. Um, yeah, she she as they approach, she's kind of between two pillars, and she takes her. She has like a staff, and she takes it and draws a line right in front of her, and she says, "This right here is where I draw the line. If you walk past it, I will remove you by force." Um. And Gon just kind of starts walking towards her. Yeah. Karapika and Leorio uh, get get their weapons ready, yeah. but Gon's like, no, we're not going to fight. Just <laughs> let me do this. Leorio whips out his pocket knife again. <laughs> his letter opener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like every time Gon like, goes to step across the line, inevitably, she just smacks him right in the face with her staff. Mm-hmm. Gon uses his 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 go-to strategy yeah. walk forward in a straight line he and just... this is this is why this is Gon's ultimate fighting strategy of it worked with Hanzo and yeah. now of I'm going to keep walking over to you you're going to keep kicking my ass and then eventually you'll start to feel bad about it <laughs> Yeah, he's really getting lucky with this take a beating until whoever is doing the beating takes pity on me. <laughs> until they're like, like man, this is kind of fucked up. It's really working. <laughs> they're like, man, this is kind of mean, actually. Because, yeah, eventually Canary's like, um, hey, can you stop walking towards me? I'm going to keep hitting you in the face. Like, this isn't going to stop. And he, um... He gets really pissed and walks toward her and goes, you know, I just want to see my friend. Why are you making me like go through all this and punches the pillar next to her and the rock just like shatters and um, he steps over the line and I believe. <laughs> yeah, um, we get like a little flashback of when Kilowa came home. And Canary is like, hey, uh, good to see you again, Kilua. And he goes, I made one, a friend. And it's like clear that Canary, like, you know, cares about him and that they like, you know, w- like Zebro wants him to succeed and like cares about him a whole lot. Um, and that like she's watching like Gone walk towards him like walk towards her with like this determined look and is like, oh, this is the friend that Kilo made. Oh shit. And then yeah, he he punches the pillar, takes a step over the line, and Canary does not hit him. Um and Gone I don't remember what Gone says. Gone says basically he's like, <laughs> hey, like, why aren't you gonna hit me? Like I stepped over your line. And Canary just, like, basically just starts crying and is like, please, will you please just help, help Master Kilowa? And right as she says this, uh, she gets shot. Yeah, right in the head. Yeah. So Canary's dead. Yeah, Canary died. Um, so sad. <laughs> so tragic. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay. D- d- do we want to know a minor spoiler? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Okay, she's actually fine. Yeah. She's unconscious, right? Yeah, she's. It. It must have been like a rubber bullet or something because you know she's. We see her later. Yeah, she's okay. Know a bigger minor spoiler? Do we? Sure. Um. 
So the next scene is immediately we see like Killua's mom. Oh, sorry. We forgot to mention during the whole time Gon's been getting the shit kicked out of him. Kalito has just kind of been watching from a bush. Oh, yeah. So it implies that Killua's mom is also watching. Um, But yeah, she like is like, honestly, why is that like apprentice servant like talking about Killua like she knows him, blah, blah, blah. And as she says this, she kind of like has like a little fan in her hand. And as she puts it down, it's like glowing and smoking. So, Myler, spoiler, I'm pretty sure she just shoots her with like an energy blast. Something like that, yeah. She just kind of lobs like a small low an- energy blast at her head just to knock her out. Shoots her gilf energy I, at her? Yeah, she also uses her <laughs> gilf energy. Her milf and, energy. Yeah, we can still say gilf energy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and she uh, uses it to knock Canary out. Just clean out, 100%. Mm-hmm. Just really out. TKO, Um, one turn. And yeah, she's like... As if she understands anything about Killua, like he came home on his own accord. Uh, you guys must be Killua's friends. He's like, he knows you're here and he wants me to give you a message. He says, thank you for coming, but uh, I can't see you right now. So leave. Yeah. And then shut up, Killua's mom. That's not what he said. Right? <laughs> Killua's mom's such a liar. But it's um that that is where the episode ends. And the narration says, like, this is the most difficult obstacle they've reached so far. A sad message from Kilua saying that they they that Kilua cannot see them right now. And that truly is the hardest <laughs> obstacle that we've reached is our friends not wanting us. Yeah. So that's the end of the episode. That was the episode. <laughs> a lot our- to unpack with those. Yeah. A lot to unpack about Kilua's past. And want to go find out what's happening with those other gones? Yeah, let's let's go straight on over to too many gones. Uh, so my first note, and I think it is the most important note, in 1999 anime, Kurapika is wearing a very cool red jacket. I love it Kurapika so much. immediately changes his outfit to like the new like I the country they're in to match what country they're in. <laughs> And I just really love that. Kropka is trying so hard. I did refer to it as the Sergeant Pepper coat in my uh, <laughs> in my notes, but it it does still slack. <laughs> it is very good. Um, and Leorio looks extremely janky. He kind of starts out like in the first arc, kind of like being more like handsome than he is in the the newer anime. But I have to say, in this this arc, he does look extremely extremely messed up. <laughs> He's tired. Yeah. Leorio is also becoming more bastard, I think, in the 99 version, because he does just break down the service door for no reason and initiate a whole entire chase scene where Gon gets chased around by Mike. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. He's just like, I want to test my strength. <laughs> we do get a cute scene of like, when everyone's when Mike puts the funny skeletons outside for the janitor to collect mm-hmm. um everyone runs away and they're like no we'll stay here and we go through that whole sequence and then he's like well i can't let you guys in and they're like don't worry we'll just like stay the night until you do yeah they have a sit-in yeah they have a fun little sit-in and during the night apparently rabid dogs just attack the gate also mm-hmm. they just do that 
Yeah, so this becomes a little bit more of, like, we can see why Zebro was, like, oh, this kid wants to, like, play with Mike and thinks that he can, like, tame him because um, these, these like, wolves or wild animals attack and um, Gon just, like, Leorio and Karapika stand up and start fighting back against these, like, wolves and Gon is just like, aw, you weren't even hungry, you're just kind of annoyed and is, like, petting him and, like... <laughs> Just playing around with him. And that's when Zebra's kind of like, oh, okay. If I don't, like, let you see Mike, you're going to just hop the fence and get in there. But then, yeah, after that, we do get a scene where Leoria's like, hey, I want to see if I'm strong enough because they still can't move the gate. And just knocks down the service door, ends up inside, and Mike comes and just rushes him. Yep, it really is pointless. <laughs> like, it is 100% pointless, and it is very funny, because the whole time we were watching this episode, I'm just saying there's like, how is Gon alive? How right? is Gon alive? So how many close calls, because Gon comes in to try to distract Mike so Leorio can live, but then like Gon gets chased through the Zoldic woods, I guess. and Their backyard. Yeah, their backyard. Um, And then the, the child, like... Kaluto. Yeah calls off Mike, which is kind of crazy because apparently that child can see very far away. Kaluto is also part of this assassin family. I don't very know how to Very far t- away. Kaluto, so can Kilua. <laughs> like, this assassin family is a little weird. They have owl eyes? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Kilua has cat eyes, canonically. Okay, but Kilua's dad aesthetic. Has, Kilua's dad has cat eyes, canonically. Sorry, spoilers, but... Mm, talk about another jacked man. Yeah, he also radiates Dilf energy? Okay, well, if <laughs> if we're not calling Mrs. Zoldick a MILF, we're not calling Mr. Zoldick a Dilf. He's a Gilf too, then. Yeah, you're right. It's Gilf's all the way down, <laughs> I'm Devin. I'm so sorry. I didn't want to get confusion because there's also a grandpa who also radiates Gilf energy in that same shot. All Gilf energy. <laughs> all Gilf all the way down. Next season, all Gilf energy. (laughs) (laughs) Principles of Gilf. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. We need to move past. Anyways, um, I do keep noticing that 99 has a lot of Ace Attorney sound effects, and I just wanted to put that out there because every (laughs) time something happens, it's just like the the exact like point and like (laughs) accuse noise or like the oh intrigue noise just keep happening. I just had to put that out there. Yeah, it was really weird when Karapika just yelled objection for no reason. Yeah, right? <laughs> just, you guys can't push that gate open. Objection! <laughs> just, okay. Yeah, like specifically in the fight with, because um, this has been happening, but the, the Gon Hanzo fight, um, when uh, <laughs> when Leoria stands up and like objects to that fight, there is literally a point moment and it's the same exact noise and i've been screaming about it for a week now so (laughs) (laughs) um i did have to put that out there we also do have to talk about um canarian 99 no we don't (laughs) we do have to mention that they did her dirty we just have to say that much yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 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 Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. They, they did her dirty yeah, I also don't understand why Killua gave her a skull. Can we talk about that? I think that's just like... Was he just playing with it? 
I think so. <laughs> He's like, I think Here. we. I, I give think you we have season. gone beyond the point in the 99 anime where I actually watched two because I I only <laughs> no. did two episodes this week. I, I fucked up my yeah. time management. No, you're fine. No, you're so fine. So I wanted to. Canary, Canary is uh, drawn very racistly, which is bad. She's also yep, yep, like, yep. lightened, which is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Has weird They go hair. into her backstory a little early uh-huh. in which we see her just kind of sitting near a tree. With Killua skateboard at it. That will be important later. And just like an animal skull also right next to it. And like we keep hearing like, oh. No, the animal skull is in her staff. Oh, cool. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, We keep hearing like Killua just being like, oh, it's like a gift for you. And her being like, I can't accept. Like, I'm just a butler. And he's like, no, I give it to you. Yeah. Um, so if you watch this week, you'll have you'll have a fun catch up because they do like a whole scene where Kayla was like, I want us to be friends. And Canary's like, well, we can't be friends because I'm your um, I'm your servant. And Kilua is trying to give her I think in that scene, he's trying to give her the skateboard and she won't take it. So then he drops an animal skull out of the tree that he's in and she takes that and puts it in her staff, I think is what's. Like happening, and then that is the staff that she's hitting Gone in the face with over and over again. Um, Wild, yeah, it's very so, weird. Ninety nine, what are you on? <laughs> Ninety nine rearranges events, yeah, and also presses for time in such weird ways, <laughs> and I don't know why. Yeah, I don't think we needed the Mike chase scene, and um oh the you mean where gone died yeah where gone died several times <laughs> because Mike would not let him live he would just grab him with his man hands it is cool i guess that i mean <laughs> i don't actually know anything about kaluta because um i'm not kaluta kaluto um i'm pretty sure this person comes back later so i guess it's cool that yeah. they get a moment here but i don't know what they do later so i don't know if this moment is really relevant or not the only thing yeah you- i mean spoiler alert kaluto is not a good person awesome. well okay yeah the only <laughs> there's only two good zoldix and we've met one of them yeah the only okay. thing you need to know about kaluto is kaluto also kind of like loves Killua and like wants the best for him but he kaluto also is just like yeah, but, like, you shouldn't fuck with the family, so, like, keeping, you know, keeping Killua there is what Kalato thinks is important. But he's also like, I'm not going to let your friend die. Okay. So is just kind of, like, feeling things out on what's, like, right and wrong. I guess I knew there was another good Zoldic. I didn't know if it was the small child or not. Uh, no, we do not meet the other good Zoldic for a very long time. Awesome. Have something to look for. Over a hundred episodes. Yikes. I am going to suffer every single day. <laughs> <laughs> I am nothing but a bag of misery until I meet the very good Zoldic later. Sometimes I remember how long the show is. Right? And I scream a little. <laughs> a third of it is one arc. I know. <laughs> yeah, fun fact for everyone um who might be uh listening in at home and might not have context. Um, there is an arc in this show that the reason that I didn't actually get into the show and continue watching for a long time is because I watched pieces of this with Devin. And if you watch it even a little out of order, if you miss like one thing, it, it, it there's so much going on and it's so long. Yeah. Every episode is jam packed and there are a lot of them. And <laughs> I have ADHD. So I was like, I 
I don't know. <laughs> Just, I don't go here. It's is so confusing. So I'm excited to get to that in terms of like me sitting down and having to take notes on it. So I will pay attention. But <laughs> it was it was a trip. Yeah, that arcs a lot. Yeah. But we don't have that for a while. We just have this arc. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Is that all that's really different? The Everything with Canary goes about the same other than- Yeah, like, it just talks about her more and more about her motivation and like uh, she's very rules driven. Yeah, we also do learn at the end of it that she's like, that Gon's like, hey, why do you have like that skateboard from Kilua? And then we learn that she's like, yeah, you're right. Kilua like never gave it to me. Like, as he was walking by, he just kind of, like, dropped it because he wasn't really, like, paying attention. Yeah, but that is the same way he dropped that animal skull. So I think it's... I mean... it's I, I, it, To me, it was implied that it was, like, a, I don't know. It was a gift that she couldn't refuse because he literally just threw it down as he was walking past. <laughs> At least that was my interpretation. Yeah. Since he thought he was going home for a very long time to be locked up in the basement, which he was. I mean, I think he was just kind of, like, sadly devastatingly walking by that too all the things i think she's like well i'll just accept it as a gift and keep it safe yeah whatever the intentions yeah. are we 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 at least know that that canary's gonna fucking ollie <laughs> yeah canary's gonna do a sick kickflip which is why she's by this fence because that's where she's gonna grind mm-hmm. um yeah and that's about it i think the only difference in the manga is each character pushes open the gate by themselves. Mm. Which they yeah. we do that, that in the 99 too, but they'd go it from the other side out. <laughs> yeah, this is where we learned that uh, Leorio is technically jacked as hell because he pushes up in two doors. Yeah. Yeah, that happens in 99. Okay. I forgot if it happened there too. I just, that scene kind of confused me because they were inside coming out, which I... They're just doing weird shit. It seems, seems like Mike should have... Ate them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, officially Leorio is half as strong as Kilua and one one hundredth as likable. <laughs> He's getting there very slowly. Maybe by the end of the series we'll like him. <laughs> <laughs> I have a penchant for bastards and I still don't like him. <laughs> again, the very unfortunate pure static episode from Trick Tower has done irreparable damage to his character. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. Which is so weird, because it was nothing but static. <laughs> yeah. kind of. Yeah, it kind of just flew past. Yeah, nothing happened. I saw none of it, and I remember yeah, none of it. Whatever happened. happened, though, sucked. Yeah, so. whatever happened was evil. All right, is that about it for for the changes? It is, it yeah. is. All right. Impact episodes. Oh, yeah. Indeed. Had weirdly a lot to talk about for a training montage and then Gone getting beat up again, but here we are. A lot of conversation for two episodes about opening a door. <laughs> and it will only get worse from here, folks. Strap in. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> um, yeah, tournament arc, that's like, that's like, that's like five episodes, half a season. Opening right? a door, real shit. Real shit. <laughs> <laughs> We need at least 500 episodes. Taking care of an ant problem? Oh boy, oh buddy, <laughs> you have no idea. Oh my god. You have really no idea. <sighs> we will get to those ants. Oh yeah, those fucking ants. 
All right, let's, we will get to where Togashi, we will get to where Togashi starts handing out personas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's uh, let's dig through our closet a bit. Uh, you know, brush some dust off the old cardboard box and pull out the just just dusty old PlayStation One. Does it work? Let's find out while we go to Greed Island. Let's head to that video game island. Hell yeah. Alright, so this is the segment called Welcome to Great Island, where we just talk about what we've been up to this week and maybe do some recommendations for things that you might enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Who's been up to stuff? God, I sure haven't. Okay. Well, right? I, I do have one thing <laughs> that I haven't been up to, but did come in the mail today. Hold on. I got, um... I'm gonna plug their uh, Tumblr. It is... Uh, Publishing Goblin, um, Twitter at Dane Asmund. It is the Publishing Goblin's Oracle dice set. So I'm into some witchy stuff right now. And this is a um, sort of like tarot thing, but it's dice. And so you just kind of roll it and like you can figure stuff out that way. And I did come from a Kickstarter, but you should definitely check them out and see what other uh, upcoming projects they have and stuff. I'm super excited to spend the rest of my night just sort of like throwing dice around and figuring shit out. So that's going to be me. And then also along with that, they also publish the um, at normal horoscopes on Tumblr's um, normal tarot deck. So it's a tarot deck that plays more like a poker deck. So that that's been kind of, kind of my vibe for tonight. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God. What have I done this week? What have you done this week? You know, basically nothing. I think I'm just gonna plug. I'm just gonna plug. I'm gonna plug the Kingdom Hearts franchise <laughs> for being objectively very bad video game storyline, mm-hmm. story wise, but just some fun buckwild games to have like a good fun time in. Yeah. Like, there's always so much to do. You get to beat up, like, some dark little evil monsters for free. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking vividly of the time that you tried for, like, 20 minutes to get the blocks in Andy's room to spell gay, and Donald Duck kept cutting. <laughs> yeah, Donald Duck is homophobic. <laughs> wow. He's been known for a very long time. <laughs> but, yeah, in Kingdom Hearts 3, you can get blocks to spell out the word gay, and Donald Duck will kick them away every single time you try. Mm-hmm. So, you know. God damn it. You can make that. I can't believe my boyfriend, Donald Duck, is homophobic. <laughs> <It's-> I'm. <laughs> you can be homophobic and also have a boyfriend. It's possible. <laughs> they exist. Sad but true. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just going to plug those games. Everyone knows about them. It, if you don't, somehow, I where how the fuck you've been? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. Seriously, where have you been? Um, but yeah, they're just fun to play. They fill my brain with uh, my friends and my power juice. So mm-hmm. always a good thing to have in my mind. You should also plug your podcast because you forgot to last week. We're not in plugs yet. <laughs> Are we not? No, this is recommendation. <laughs> yeah. What is plugs? <laughs> plugs is where you can just. I mean, I, I got nothing. I've a lot of stuff happened this week. I haven't had the brain space to critically engage with any anything in particular. I don't know. Just 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 
I'm gonna recommend getting lots of sleep, folks. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. it's tough out there. Mm-hmm. We're we're heading into some 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 rough times. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Fun fact: We're recording this the week that uh, Donald Trump got the coronavirus. So by the time this publishes, uh, who knows where we'll be with that? But um, that that's where we are right now in that state of um, <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyways there's a lot happening oh my god wish it wouldn't all happen at once right it's an election year things happen okay well i think that is it for this week other than plugs so i think i will just hop right into that um, you can find me at Grooving Gasly at Twitter. Uh, you can find the other podcast I'm on that I do with other hosts, Morg and Dan, called The Sonic Shuffle, where we just talk about random Sonic lore. Um, last week we just did, uh, Sonic 1 for the Sega, which, you know, a lot quicker of a game than I remember. <laughs> Very bare bones. But, you know, still pretty fun. So, yeah. we That's a very fun podcast. Sonic is a very fun thing to talk about when it comes to lore. Yeah. And yeah. those are the things that I'm on. Heck yeah. Um, I couldn't remember my Twitter URL last <laughs> week. <laughs> um, but I'm on Twitter at uh, Sky, S-K-Y-E underscore bird 36. That's like my fandom Tumblr. And then... Um, or my Twitter, and then I'm still on Tumblr at Dankus McDonald, D-A-N-K-U-S McDonald, um, like Vic Donald. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's what I'm on for now. Got some projects in the works. I'm not anywhere. I don't have any current podcasts <laughs> other than this one, and I'm I've freed myself from social media. So find me on this podcast. I'm so proud of so you. So strong. <laughs> You're so brave. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, truly, it is my wish that more people will throw off the shackles of Twitter and Tumblr and especially Facebook. If you're on Facebook, what are you doing? Delete it now. Oh, yeah, I I don't have I think I still have a Facebook account, but it is very much not on my phone, which is sad because I think my parents still tag me in things. Um, I had to delete it after my dad went on an anti-mask rant Woo-hoo. a couple weeks ago. So oh, that, yeah, was, that was my final straw. <laughs> um, so yeah. This is our recommendation for everyone listening. Get rid of Facebook. Yeah. Just just get rid of it. Just kill it. Any other social media that you can, you know, cut some time on. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> I like to craft aesthetics, so <laughs> I'll, I'll still be here in hell. <laughs> All right, I think think that yeah. think that's it. Yeah, that's about that's it. it. So, are you ready to sign off? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Well, let's all take a deep breath, gather our energy, focus. Gather our, our gilf energy. Yeah, gather that gilf energy. Focus the muscles. And wish everyone at home a fun and hearty gonna bye, everybody. Gonna bye. Horrible. <laughs>